0: Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. All right. Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to continue with our Discussion on world, world Government 666 And this is going to be part number 3 I I pray you pay close attention to what I'm about to say And uh, this particular section We're going to be dealing with Mark of the Beast And this is going to be an extensive one So we're going to break this particular subsection into two So this is going to be the A part of the Mark of the Beast Now we read from the book of Revelation 13 and verse number 11. We just want to read through. And the Bible says, And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two helms like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And then the Bible says, he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth, and then quit therein to worship the first beast, Whose deadly wound was healed? I will explain something about this a little bit. Now, and he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire to come down from heaven in the art and the sight of men. And verse fourteen says, and deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beasts. Hallelujah. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the, the wounded by the sword and did live You better get that. The beast was wounded by the sword. What is the sword? The word. So essentially that beast that was wounded with the seven horn or the ten horn is speaking of the Roman empire. But here we see a religious organization coming up to give power to that by making people to believe in the system Is that okay? Just understand that Okay Then it went further to say, verse 15 And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast That the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as will not worship the image of the beast should be killed You get that? Very good Okay And he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark in the right hand or in the foreheads. And these are the things we're going to explain in section two, primarily. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, verse 18 says, hearing is wisdom, letting the hard understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and 6. Praise the Lord. Okay, now, this is such a scary number that is most pushed about when men are to scare others into submission to their religious faith. You can agree with me, right? Anytime 66 is mentioned, men fear grips everyone. It's so scary a number But let's look at what the scripture says about this Now Men have said These 666 Are the computer barcodes Some products Maybe you have never heard that But that's what I was told In my early days as a believer Others are saying they are the individual That shall rise up on the face of the earth Others are saying The 666 mark is microchips In human bodies like the current big gate vaccines, And yet others maybe The Idi Amin Dada of Uganda Harry Kissinger Hitler Saddam Hussein When they were alive And even Barack Obama Was referred to as a beast Then manifesting as the Antichrist But just what is this number? What does it really stand for? Now let me quickly say this If number 666 is that of the beast, the Antichrist. Then, the first person to have revealed the Antichrist is King Solomon. You want to know why? Look at it. In the book of First Kings chapter 10 verse 14, the Bible said now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was 603 score and 6 talents of gold. What is that? 666. Six, six. The weight of gold that was coming to Solomon yearly was 666. Six, six. Hallelujah. You see it? Now, couldn't it have been that King Solomon was the dreaded Antichrist we are looking for? So there must be something beyond what we see in the scriptures. I mean, not on the, on the surface. You just can't get the meaning of these things on the surface. And tagging it to anybody or everybody you see. Also certain stuff. Praise the Lord. Anyway, let's start with the scripture 666. Letting the hard understanding count the number of the beast, that speaks of the name of the beast, it has then a name. It also speaks of the number of his name. His name then is some number, like we are saying, which is the number of a man. And that number is 666. It is emplained that the number 666 is a number of the name of the beast. And this is the man's name, 666. It's in English here. Now, John did not write in English. Hence, those words in English will not give the world we are looking for the true meaning. The 666. 666 are the Arab characteristics, or I mean, characters, for numbers. And Roman numerals. You look at this. If you look at Diocles Augustus Diocletian's, the number is his name is DCLXVI. When you calculate this number, what you get? Is six six six? C. F. Julius Caesar Antius the Apostate. His full name is DCLVI. 666. When you look at Luther, the Hebrew, what you have is 200 plus 400 plus 30 plus 6 plus 30. What do you get there? 666. Is that okay? Now, in Hebrew as well, if you look at Roman cities, the figures you find there is 200 plus six plus forty plus ten plus ten plus four hundred. What do you get that? Six six six. Now if you look at Nero Caesar, what you're gonna see is Nero Caesar, just that name the way it is fifty plus two hundred plus six plus fifty and one hundred plus sixty plus two hundred. What do you find that? Six six six. Now, if the numbers means the Antichrist, so how many Antichrists do we now have here right before us? Because all these people, their name adds up to 666. Because more than one person has their names here numbered up to 666. You see what I'm trying to say? How many Antichrists do we have? Who then is it true our the Antichrist? Okay, now you move on. In the New Testament, for instance, when you look at Acts chapter nineteen, verse twenty five, we are told Whom he call together with the workmen of like occupation and said, you know that thee by this craft we have our wealth. That's when I wanted to persecute Paul now. By this craft we have our wealth. Now the Greek word for wealth here is euphoria." which when translated, totals 666, just like Solomon's word was 666. Amen? Note again, that out of all the 20,000 Greek nouns of the New Testament, there is only one word that has this numerical value, 66. That word is paradosis, translated as tradition. So, when you look at Matthew 15 verse 2, Jesus said, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? Now what tradition equals 666. So, we see that weight and tradition equals 666. It's an antichrist spirit. You see what I'm trying to say? Weight and tradition. Alright. And of course, we do know that weight and tradition Were the two great corruptors of the Roman church Who had also crept into the Pentecostal churches today And now in the apostolic movement if you will Now, why were corrupts in practice and honesty Tradition corrupts in doctrine So you see, there is a lot more in the language of the Bible To the application of the number 66 Than just a man's name It is completely figurative and speaks more to man as opposed to the spiritual man in Christ. Is that okay? Good. Now, the beast of political government or a group of people. The application of the word beast to political government is clearly seen in the book of Daniel. If you look at Daniel chapter 7, this is what you see. in the first year of Besses King of Babylon, Daniel had a dream, and vision of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spoke or spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold the four wings of the heavens strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another, follow it. And the first was like a lion, and had eagle's wing, And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and was lifted up from the earth, and made to stand upon man as I mean feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second, like bear, and raised up itself from on one side, and after three ribs and the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said, one to eat, arise and devour much flesh. After this, I beheld another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast has also four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and breaks in pieces, and stumbled the residue with the feet of it. And it was devoured from all the beasts that were before it, and it has ten horns. Praise God. Now, say the meaning. This great beast, which are four, are four kings. Interpretation of 7.17. Which are arise out of the earth, that is among mankind. Did you get that? And these four beasts that like Daniel 7.17 now Interpreting the dream he just had And these four beasts are the four successive political world powers Of Babylon, Medo, persia Greece and Rome Same thing That you find in Daniel chapter 2 Evidently Are you with me? Evidently However, a careful comparison of the image of Daniel chapter 2 And that of chapter 7 shows that they are the same Except that they are only represented in chapter 7 In their beastly characteristics So you have the head of gold, which is lion, Babylon You can find it in Ezekiel 17.3 Describing the greedy and predatory power of the king of Babylon Number 2, you have Siva, which is the bear the medopatian, a less majestic and more produce, I mean ponderous creature than the lion. Then three you have brass, which is Leopard, that is Greece. And then the fault is iron, dreadful, terrible, diverse beast, and that is Rome. Praise God. Alright. Now from the above, we can see that the use of the word beast, which in Hebrew means. Alive, hence raw flesh, strong, company, congregation, life, multitude, truths. And in Greek, the beast means a dangerous animal, venomous, wild beast, destructive, etc. Speaks of a fierce, destructive, strong political or religious power that is resisting the cause of Christ in the world. That's what the word beast stands for. Is that okay? Right. Now, if you come to First Corinthians, how do I know this? Look at 1 Corinthians 15 verse 32. Paul said, If after the manner of men I fought with the beast at Ephesus, what advantage at me if the dead rise not? Praise God. These are believed to mean a group of people revealing the Antichrist qualities against the gospel that he was preaching. He refers to them as beasts at Ephesus. Now, the significance of the seven horns, the seven head, the ten horns, and the ten crowns. In Revelation 13, verse 1, the Bible says, And I saw, I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his head, ten crowns, and upon his head, the name of blasphemy. <laughs> you know that very well, too. Now, verse 2 says, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as a feet of bear, and his mouth was as a mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him power, and his seats and great authority. Then he said, And I saw one of his say that he was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Now, if you look through the Bible, what you find there is, The head is a symbol of authority Whereas horn is used as suggestive of a destructive power And crowns are the badges of royal dominion So again, seven and ten are commonly acknowledged as biblical symbols of completeness Meaning that the whole picture speaks of the complete destructive power of Satan That he exacts over the nations and tongues through men And religious powers. That is what you are saying there. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's move on quickly. Again, the number of his name, which is what we just read in Revelation 17 now, Revelation 13, verse 17. Again, we read, and that no man might buy or sell. See he that have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hardly understand the count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score 6. Now for us to understand the number of the name of the beast, we have to understand the biblical application of numbers. And that is very crucial. Now the Hebrew for instance use the arithmetical and various mathematical computations as addition, Subtraction, multiplication, etc. in doing transactions, wherein the numbers are spelled out. The Jews started using some extent, the alphabetical letters, as symbol of numerical figures, sometime after the exile to Babylon. But, it is a fact that this usage does not appear in Pope's exilic Hebrew Bible manuscripts. Now in Hebrew, numbers above 10 are a combination of words For instance, 12 In Genesis 14 verse 4, what you read is 2 and 10 It's a combination of words 20 is a plural of 10 While 30 is a plural of words derived from 3 Are you following? On the other hand in the New Testament Greek Scriptures, numerals are generally expressed in words. So, the number of the beast in question is in words in the synoptic and Alexander manuscript, but in John's original manuscript of the Book of Revelation, it may have been expressed by the Greek letters chi, which is K H I, X, that is, ox ox, six hundred. Then ox i sixty and the gamma s six. So what he say here is wisdom. Let Letting the heart of understanding count the number of the beast for the number of a man, and this number is six hundred and three score and six. Did you get that? The Greek letters is chi, k h i. That is ox six hundred. Ox I 60 Then D gamma S 6 Praise the Lord Now Since the Bible is a book of both history And prophecy It becomes necessary to understand That numbers given therein May either be literal Or symbolic The content is what usually Reveals in which sense A number is used Again some numbers often appear in the Bible in an illustrative, figurative, or symbolic sense than others. Therefore, an understanding of this significance is vital to an understanding of the context. Most people have believed the base to be Caesar Nero of AD 54 to 68. The next king from was from Julius Caesar. The next king to him was Julius Caesar. I mean, he was the next king from Julius Caesar. know what I'm saying? Most people believe that Nero is the base. He lived AD 54 68 It was the next king from Julius, 49 to 44 BC. Why others said it is Galba, the seventh king, after Nero's death, as his name added up to six 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 was replaced by Otto after only a very short while and that everything got fulfilled in AD 70 that is a thought some school of thought about this book and all that we are dealing with now Irenaeus himself a Christian scholar said the word is Lataniov. L-A-T-A-I-N-O-V Lataneov the letters of which were the following numerical values L30 A1 T300 E5 I10 N50 O70 V200 And if these be added together The sum will find to be equivalent to the number of the beast, 666 And this is speaking of the Latin Empire Because what Latin of speaks of Empire Latin Okay So we can see that this beast Is a Latin kingdom Or empire Therefore if this observation be correct The Greek words signifying Latin kingdom Must have this value Now the most concise method Of expressing this among the Greeks Was As follows Eilatii Basilea Basilica, that is H-L-T-I-N-H The Basilea And that is the way it is numbered 666 Are you following that? Okay Now No other kingdom on earth Can be found to contain 666 As a numerical value This is then Hosophia. That is the wisdom of demonstration. That's what we want to hear about wisdom. Let him understand. A beast is a symbol of a kingdom. The beast was the Latin kingdom. And Hattil basilel being shown to contain exclusively the number 666. Following. But it is said that the number of the beast is the number of a man. Consequently, the number beast of the beast must be a man Do you understand that? It is said that the number of the beast is the number of a man Consequently, the number of this beast must be a man That is, it must be represented as when the revelation under the sign For in no other sense can an empire be denominated a man Other than it being Represented by that man. This therefore, it is not the ten horned beast that we read earlier on, rather, the two horn beast or the Romish hierarchy. That's the Roman hierarchy. This is dealing with the two-horn beasts, not the ten horn beast. The ten home beast, other time we can deal with that of the Roman Empire as well. Is that okay? Which, on account of his preaching to the world This two-horned beast It most unchristian system of doctrines And calling it Christianity This is why we read of the beast That had two horns Which speaks of a religious or political power So in Revelation 13 verse 11 This is what you see I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth which had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. Can you get that? And he exercised all the power of the false beast before him. And caused the earth And then quit dwelling to worship the false beast. with deadly wound was healed. And I want to tell you something. The Roman system was killed if you will. When the gospel began to come forth. And then... As it were, the Roman Catholic revived the power of the Roman Empire again as a share affiliation. Then Martin Luther came on the scene and killed the wound again. I mean, killed that beast again when he started his revolution by the shall live by faith. But down the line, the revival came again. So, this is what we are seeing. They say wounded, there's a revival. They say killed, there's a resurrection. Once the church Lose faith in the truth They are supposed to propagate The wounded herd Revives again This is a simple understanding about that Praise the Lord Okay Now We come to the issue of buying and selling This will give us a clear explanation now Therefore the meaning of the whole passage is that Those whom the false prophet Does not excommunicate or put out of the confines of his church, I'm talking of the Romish papacy now, have the mark of the beast. That is, we are loyalties or loyalists of the Pope's system, or such so that we are actively or passively obedient to his Latin idolatry. Those also escape his ecclesiastical power of exclusion that have the name of the beast or the number of his name. What I'm saying is, what we we'll begin to see is if you are not loyal to the system of the Pope, the Latin idolatry, you are excommunicated. But if you are loyal to the system, you have the mark of the beast. That was identify you as a loyal believer to the system of the Roman power in affiliation. With the Catholic Church as at that time. Now, to have the name of the beast is evidently meant then that such a person would be in Latin. What I mean that is, is in subjection to the Latin Empire, I mean, empire, and consequently an individual of the Latin world. Therefore, those that have the name of the beast. We're in subjection to the Latin empire Being secular or spiritual Hallelujah Being secular or spiritual Because the two were working hand in hand On the name of the beast That is the mark Referred to as either the name of the beast Or the number of his name The meaning is that He had something branded on him That showed that he had belonged to the beast As a slave Had the name of his master In other words There was something that certainly Showed that Certainly this individual was subject To the authority of the Pope As at that time Praise God There have been Numerous specified acts More particularly Designed to control the Business of buying and selling At that time it was common in Rome to prohibit by express law all traffic with whom were seen as rebels against the authority of Rome. Thus, a canon of the Lateran council, council under Pope Alexander III, commanded that no man should entertain or cherish them in his house or land. Or traffic with them. That is those who are not subjected to the dictates of the Roman or the papacy. You can find on the hard 6, 1684. The book there. The edict. Now the synod of Tours, T-O-U-R-S, under the same Pope Alexander, passed the law. That no man should presume to receive or assist the heretics. No, not so much as to exercise commerce with them. In selling or buying. And so, to the constant counsel as expressed in Pope Martin's bull. Earlier three, 220-221. Same thing. Bishop Newton in his work rightly said, Dissent from the states and authorized forms; they are condemned and excommunicated as heretics. And the consequence of that, they are no longer suffered so to buy or sell. They are interdicted from traffic, that is to excommunicated from traffic and commerce, and all of the benefits of society. This is what Bishop Newton said. So, Roger Holden relates of William the Conqueror that he was so dutiful to the Pope that would not permit anyone in his power to buy or sell anything whom he found disobedient to the Pope. Which has to do with the apostolic now. I'm talking of William the Conqueror. If he find you disobedient to the Pope then he will never permit you in any way to buy or sell listen all of this has to do with loyalty to a system which could be government or religious but in this case it is religion and government working together to subject the people to this kind of intimidation and ostracism from the society just because the Fed were not lawyer to their dictates, and that is very important. In section 2, we're going to deal so much with that now. Same with the canon of the Council of Lateran under Pope as three, like I said earlier, it made it worse against the widences. You need to go back to history, and go know, to the widences and the abejancies. To suffer the pain of anathema. Anathema that is. A cause by ecclesiastical authority. Such that no man. Should have anything to do with them. In his house or land. Or exercise traffic with them. Pope Alexander 3. Same goes. For the synod of thought. Like I mentioned earlier in France. Under the same Pope. That no one should as much as hold. Any communion with them not so in selling or buying that being deprived of the comfort of humanity they may be expelled i mean they may be compelled to repent of the error of their ways so they put these stringent rules and this communication process so that they can turn back and join up with the system instead of holding on to christ who is ahead are you getting the picture again i want you to get this right Everything we are dealing with is dealing with a religious system in collaboration with the government of the day as at that time. Now, in the 10th and 11th centuries, the severity against the excommunicator was carried to so high a pitch that nobody might come near them, not even their wives, their own wives, children or servants. They forfeited all their natural legal rights and privileges And were excluded from all kinds of offices The form of communication in Romish church Is to take the lightest churches Throw them on the ground With courses and entertainments, And trample them out on the foot To the ringing of the bells It is in these and similar ways But a false prophet terrified the Latin world and kept it in subjection to the secular and spiritual powers of that time. I want you to figure out what we're looking at. Have we really started thinking about a system today that is joining itself with the political power? I'm talking about a religious system joining itself with the political power to carry out such dictates I mean this is what we are looking at This is what was presented to us in scriptures So it is only as we understand this That we can begin to see where we are today Whether the big gate vaccine Is playing the role that we are talking about And to which system is he collaborating with Which government is he collaborating with This is what we should be looking at Now The Hebrew letters of Balaam amount to 666 that may surprise you A type of the first prophet Whose like Balaam, Will be high spiritual knowledge perverted to satanic ends Get what I'm saying This thing cannot come into play Except you find a religious power Collaborating with an organization That is when the true picture of 660 plays out it has to be a religious system working together with a political power or an individual if you will. Now the number six is the world number. I want you to get this right. This is the very key. The number six is the world number, the world number. In six 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 it occurs in units, tens and hundreds. It is the next neighbor to the sacred number seven. But it is separated from seven by an impossible gulf. It is a number of the world six six six. Why? Because the world was created on the sixth day of the creation week. So it's just a multiple of number six. The world was created on the sixth day of the creation week Which is actually, in a way, the number of man Man was created on the sixth day of the creation week The world was actually created, in terms of the focus of the world, on the fourth day But the sixth is actually speaking about man as a created being On the sixth day of the creation week And you know, man makes up the world But giving over to judgment, hence there is a pass between the sixth and the seven seals in the book of Revelation. And the sixth, which is the number of man now, and the seven trumpets. Now, the judgment of the world are complete in six, but the fulfillment of seven, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Praise the Lord. Are you getting something? Number six is the number of men. I'm going to explain to you in the next section why Jesus made the statement that he that sinned against the Father can be forgiven, he that sinned against the Son can be forgiven, but he the sin against the Holy Spirit cannot be forgiven. Have you ever imagined that? Among the three personalities, who is the greatest or who is the highest? How can you sin against God, you are forgiven? You sin against the Son, you are forgiven. But if you sin against the Holy Spirit, you are not forgiven. Have you thought about that? I'm going to explain that in the next section. So that is right. So now, 12 is the number of the church with the kingdom of God. So 6 with the number of man is half symbolize the whole kingdom broken. The raising of the six to tens and hundreds higher powers, 666, indicate that the beast, notwithstanding his progression to higher powers, can only rise to greater rightness for judgment. Hallelujah. He can only get higher to the place of judgment. In other words, if man is trying to do that, which Already man, as it were, is qualified for judgment. Now, if he's trying to raise his power of doing things that are contrary or similarly against the life of God, he's only raising his staff to the place of being ripe enough for judgment. So God is always judging man in the light of what they try to do. Think about it. Praise the Lord. So now, 66, at all is the George world power, contrast with 144,000 sealed in Revelation 12, which is a transfigured church. Because the numbers were squared multiplied by a thousand. That is the number symbolism the world diffused in every way by God. As 10 is a number, I mean the one number, raised to the power of 3, the number of God. Get this right. In Revelation 12, you have the 144,000 that are sealed. And that speaks of the kingdom of God. And that is just moving from Revelation 13, which is the number of the world system, the number of man. Can you get it? 144 comes 12 The multiple of 12 And that is Now 1,000 is the number of God As we we'll say A colon of a thousand here belongs to me Remember that? And God has said I mean You, you just repeat that 1,000 is the number of God So this is 12 Into thousands Raised to I mean Multiples of thousands and 12 is a number of the kingdom of God, so you have the 12 apostles, right? You have the 12 tribes, you have the tree bearing 12 manner of fruit in the book of Revelation. That's a number of the kingdom of God. So here is a multiple of this is now 12 squared and multiplied by a thousand hallelujah! And that is just contrasting Revelation. 13 where you have the 666 which is a fullness of humanity that stands against God Can you see that? So now in Revelation 13 you have the mark of the beast in Revelation 14 You have the mark and the name of God written on the forehead of the 144,000 Now people are so concerned about The Revelation 13, about the base number, but nobody talks about Revelation 14, God's own name and number. A mark, if you will. And in Revelation 7. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, essentially, this wasn't talking about our days. That's what I wanted to pick. Though we shall do the application that you affect us today in second section, Therefore, it was just a prophecy to be fulfilled now. I mean, it was not just a prophecy to be fulfilled now, but had been fulfilled. People literally had that issue. It's just a symbol of submission, not a literal mark that be tattooed or some chips in people's body. That is not what the Bible is talking about. It was a simple subjection, belief system. Agreeing with the papacy and the government of Rome to be identified as a citizen that will qualify for rights. And so, when you were not qualified in the sense of you're not submitting because you trusted in Christ, you believe in Christ, you don't want to submit to the rule of the Pope as at that time and the Roman power, then you Are ostracized or excommunicated, but if you belong to, automatically you have received the mark of the beast. That is to say, you're submitting to the authority that is in power, the authority that be. Beside, the book of the book was wasn't necessarily dealing with the unbelievers, but just sincerely, it was dealing with the religious organizational systems. That will want to subject you unto themselves. I will boldly say don't be afraid of the man in the street. But be afraid of the religious institutions. That can arrogate power and the authority of Christ to themselves. To rule over you instead of building you up in Christ. That you may grow up into the measure of the fullness of Christ. That is the system you are supposed to be afraid of. If we go by what we are looking in the book of Revelation here, it simply means any system that rises up and wants you to submit yourself and you refuse to, then of course you ostracize. But if you admit and believe into and walk with with the dictates of such system, you've taken the mark of the beast to yourself. So it is anything... In the true sense that stands against the authority and the headship of Christ. If you submit to that, you've taken the mark of the beast. Not just only the chips or tattoos or whatever you're seeing around, I mean, people talking about. No. If you submit to a system, That opposes the rule and the power. The righteousness of God. You've taken the mark of the beast. So we're dealing with religious system and organizations. Authorities that be. That stands against the life and the righteousness of God. Amen. We're going to deal with more of this. So in the light of this part. Of the book of Revelation. It's all from. He who is and who was and who is to come Revelation four Meaning the book is both historical evidence And prophetic evidence by implication The historical evidence alone cannot suffice For it is a book of continuous fulfillment In all ages and ages to come We shall be doing more With this present the application in the next section But in simple summary What we're seeing from this book now, from this passage of scripture, is simply, as at that time, the religious power of of the Roman Catholic Church working side by side with the Roman power, government, and bringing everyone into subjection to their authority and dictate and creed, and such that when you belong and obey, such you've taken the mark of the beast. But if you object to that, that means you don't have the mark. So, what's the next thing that happens? You were excommunicated from participating in civil society obligations or your rights. You can buy, you can sell. Are you getting that? So, primarily, the name. Or the number 666 is dealing, if I may give you in the simple summary, the fullness of the Adamic man that is working, even in the religious circle, against the authority and the power of God. You shouldn't say it at just the bigot G5, the big vaccine, or somebody rising up tomorrow. No. It could be a system you are living in unknown to you. Now you have taken the mark already I am going to explain the next section Why do you think the mark has to be in the right hand Or on the forehead Why not on the left hand Think about that The mark has to be in the right hand Or where? On the forehead And I know I think about three years ago We have this church that came up And all their members were having the tattoo 666 on them and people were saying, oh man, this is the end time. Anytime you see this kind of thing, why things going on? The next thing, oh, this is the end time. It's nothing like that. There is nothing like that. These things will come and go. It will definitely come and go. But the program of God is ongoing. Unknown to the unbelieving world. Unknown to even the Christians who similarly don't understand the workings of God behind the scene. How that the kingdom of God is growing to fill the whole earth. Men don't know this. So they are agitated with the simple things that are going on, Bringing them into agitation and confusion. And so all the videos that are going on today is a thing that tells you about all the G5, that tells you about the Vaccine, tells you about this. Man's heart failing there for fear, Luke 21 26, for looking on those things that are coming upon the face of the earth. That is not the way you are supposed to live. Knowing where you are, who you are, who you belong to, you have no cause to be afraid of anything that is coming upon the face of the earth. I used to like until tomorrow, I talk about John the beloved. Of all the apostles, remember what happened to him. Why was he banished to the island of partners? Because this man could not be cooked They tried to kill him, they couldn't So they boil the whole drum of fire Sink him right inside His skin will not be chapped He came out fresh just the way he went in And they said, no, this cannot be a normal human being This must be a wizard Let's banish him to the island of partners So that lions can eat him up there That's why they sent him to the island of partners. Why? Because he knew so much about life. Read the whole books of, of John, the Beloved. Everything he talks about is life. Life, life, life. He was not afraid of death. He wasn't speaking about death. He wasn't projecting death. Why is the church is so much embedded in propagating nothing but fear and death upon his people? But it's about time that knowledge will liberate the body of Christ. So, friends, this is what we are seeing here. In the next section, I'll make you see where we are and how that God Himself is unveiling this truth to us so that we can be set free. For the truth you know will set you free. Free from the bondage to fear that we are today. The whole of the message of this hour is nothing but the Brigade vaccine. Nothing, coronavirus as if they had never been issued before like this thing, the bubble plagues the cholera, the Ebola all this thing has been there but the war continues hallelujah praise the Lord so once again, this is dealing historically with the papacy and the Roman government as at that time those were in power in collaboration getting people to submit to the authority. So now you find that the papacy was giving authority to the Roman power. That's why the beast with the two horns was giving authority to the first horn that had the ten horn, which had to speak with the Roman empires at that time. The subdivisions, that's what the ten horn stands for. So this is a religious and political power working together to bring men into subjection. Praise the living God. And what that was done, they have taken the mark of the beast. Those who could not and refuse and failed to join up. What did the Bible talk about them? They were ostracized. They could not buy or sell. So we are talking about submitting to authority the beast. And this time, religion and political power. Praise the living God. I'll see you next time.